2: heard it said, he's a diamond in the rough, or maybe diamonds are forever. Here's something else I've learned about diamonds. They're just pieces of coal put under pressure for a long, long, long time. So when I start feeling like I want to give up, I think about that little piece of coal. And if that piece of coal can make something of itself by not giving up, so can I. Persistence is in you. From PassItOn.com.
0: KLP Aftermath with your host, Kennedy Lucas, brings out all the stops. Tune in to KLP Aftermath as we have stories, reviews, current events and even our famous segment, Elephants in the Room. Inspired by the Breakfast Club's Donkey of the Day, KLP Aftermath with your host, Kennedy Lucas, streams on Atlanta's number one radio station, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and more.
3: He went without food, not to lose weight, but to help people lose generations of hate. While many around him rose up with violence, he sat down for peace. When others used religion as an excuse for war, he used it to remind them of love. Mahatma Gandhi made the world a far better place by reaching out with the strength he cultivated within his soul. Soul is in you. Now pass it on. From passiton.com. It's good, it's good.
0: Into, into Atlanta's, hottest Atlanta's hottest radio show. show. The other stations are tuned into ALP Aftermath. Swanky. Oh, 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 oh. I'm your host, Kennedy Lurkin. On Swiggy, 93.3 Benitz. radio station. The, the heat. 94.6 Benitz. radio
1: station. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP Aftermath Season 6, of course, with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. It is a wonderful June 12th. Of course, it is Monday. Glad to be back into the studio. Uh, Thank you guys for, you know, staying tuned for this podcast. Uh, I'm always going to be, and I'm going to say this, Simone, every single time we wake up in the morning, I leave my house, right, And and I dabble back into the city of Atlanta to get to the studio. To perform a good podcast for you guys so uh thank you again thank you everybody that stayed tuned for us thank you for everybody that's listening to us this morning this is the KLP aftermath morning uh radio show season six i'm your host kelp kennedy lucas as always I, I i thank you guys but of course we've got uh simone she is in the studio simone how was your weekend
4: my weekend was pretty good kennedy we were this is this was another weekend where it was a little bit more chill for me, right? Uh, We didn't get to go outside. We were not outside so much this weekend. um, But it, it feels good. Sometimes when you're working the whole long week, and it's the week where you need to take some time off and you really get to enjoy the time off that you need. I took advantage of this weekend because as you guys know, we're here in Atlanta. And I want to say Saturday was good, but yesterday morning was a little bit rough because it started to rain yesterday morning. And then yesterday evening, it kind of got to where the sun was kind of creeping out and uh, you know, some things have happened and it, I don't know. The weather here in Georgia is weird. It's, it's humid. It's hot. Um, is is interesting. It very is interesting how the weekend turn of events. Saturday was good. Everybody was out. I saw a lot of people out at Piedmont Park this Saturday. Well, Friday and Saturday. So that's exciting. That's always an exciting thing to see uh people outside and really enjoying their time. And then Sunday, everybody's in in bed, still in bed. I was in bed on yesterday up until about twelve o'clock in the afternoon because you know it was a weekend where we didn't have too so much going on. It was the weekend and a lot of things have happened but fully rested ready to go for another exciting week i know kennedy you've had an amazing weekend but for all you guys that don't know me by now it's your girl simone t She's ready for another podcast good morning atlanta and good morning to our fan base you know our numbers look i'm gonna be harping kennedy i'm going to harp on our numbers a lot but our numbers have been up people have been listening to our show and it's been it's been spectacular. It's been a very, very spectacular thing to see our numbers grow. And as always, I'm glad to be part of the show. But Kennedy, you, you've you had an extremely good weekend, I hear.
1: Yes, yeah, Simone, I actually did have a. So this weekend was very, very good. Um, So it feels good to not be in school for a week um as a lot of our fan base probably don't know this about me uh about school but yes I am in grad school and what my grad school does when you pass a course you get a week off from school and then that next week you start back now the graces of 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 my online program where I can kind of create my own schedule if you will so I can take about up to four courses at a time if I really wanted to um I'm I'm running a company, so I don't really have a whole lot of time to devote. Now, if I just didn't have a job and didn't have bills to pay, I probably would have took advantage of and take four classes per semester. I would have been done way sooner. Um, but as many, many people who's going out with their grad, uh, their graduate program, their MBA, uh, they take one class at a time because we work full time. So I was able to take a week off from, from classes and courses. So I didn't have any homework this week was fantastic and work besides everything else has been tremendous. So to the point of that, I'm glad that this weekend was a weekend that I could just rest and not be so focused on work and not have to get things done over this past weekend so i chilled you know i went to the gym twice this weekend saturday and sunday very very fantastic because i've never done that before usually i go i do go three times a week Simone. but uh this weekend i just i really didn't have nothing going on or nothing big going on so i was you know grateful to to go to the gym twice um did a lot of gaming uh i played of course Street fighter six amazing game i did play star wars the jedi survivor this weekend and there's another game that i popped back into my playstation 5 was the saints row 3 remaster and i forgot how good that remaster was so i started to dabble onto some gaming this weekend Um, besides going to the gym uh, I did get a new iPad so I'm very very happy about that I was able to get it uh, of course under my uh, one of my AT&T accounts and I ended up getting the iPad the uh, case for it I ended up picking up an Apple Pencil too because uh, that stuff I can expense out for business expense so very very excited that was kind of the highlight of this weekend um yeah, that's pretty much it. Called my parents, called my sisters. And it was just... It was a chill, very, very chill weekend. So, it was very, very good. Uh, weekends like this comes... Doesn't come that that often. But it does come. I did have... Uh, I did have a business meeting. Uh, like a brief business meeting. Um, this, this Friday. And I guess I'll go ahead and announce it, guys. Uh, of course, if you haven't seen the latest snn episode stream broadcast on friday yes we have anchors coming in front of the camera nowadays we did see big dress gamma she's finally in front of the camera we did get some new newer news anchors um that's part of the klp entertainment family so i'm very very excited for that acquisition that that went through and You know, hopefully you guys like the new direction we're going with SNN. I love it. It's fantastic. The scripting is right. Everything is that's really, really cool. It's like a nice it's like taking SNN from KLP Entertainment. We're turning it up a notch. So I'm very, very excited for that. Um, But that was basically it, Simone. I didn't have too, too much going on uh, for for the weekend.
4: Sounds like a fun weekend. It is just really more a, a chill weekend. But I do have a story. Kennedy. And look, maybe I'm Chatty Patty on this morning show or I'm just gossiping. I don't know what it is. But I wanted to talk about this real quick because as our fan base know, we we do, we all work out. You know, I work out, you work out, James and Tyrus, they work out, Monica worked out. So I mentioned Monica because Kennedy, you allow Monica to, and I shouldn't say it like that because that's kind of wrong, but of course, Monica left y'all's house Sunday, and you say, yeah, that's cool, because you, you gotta go uh, to the gym with your brother, so I took Monica out the house, and we ended up going to the gym now. We go to the same, we go, we both go to Crunch, a, a lot of tidbit, a lot of our fan base don't know, we do all go to the same, uh, we do go to Crunch. Sometimes we don't go to the same jail because we go at different times so I remember you went with your brother early in the morning of course later on yesterday maybe like last night well maybe it was last night me and Monica went to the gym, and you know we were you know we were it was just girls night out you know you wasn't there and of course my boo wasn't there you know everybody this was a girls workout session right because it was yoga we coming up in there and I see what you be mean. I see what guys be, be meaning when, well, the good guys, where, you know, women, certain women, and I'm not women shaming, because I'm a woman too, I'm not woman shaming nobody here on the podcast or out there in the universe, but I can understand why guys get conflicted, right? Because I like to look good, right? I have my leggings on and my, my, my sports top, you know, Monica had her leggings and her sports top, but we were looking cute. You know, but there's this one girl that come that came into the gym. Kennedy, I kid you not. And I'm glad Monica was not with you when this happened because she would have looked at you to say, hmm, let's see what Kennedy's doing. You, you being the respectful man, you're going to turn around and you're going to look the other way. This girl came to the gym with some, it was extremely short shorts. And I really thought she had nothing under there. I thought she just had a big t-shirt and panties, that, that's all I thought she, she had on. And I looked to Monica and Monica saw the same thing too. And we said, oh, man, if our men were here with us right now, they wouldn't know how to act. But I saw it and I just, I don't understand the type of women who, who dress like that. Right? now, again, I'm not a woman shaming, but I'm just trying to understand, you know, you're doing this because of some specific reason. Maybe it's part of your gear. Maybe that's how you get your sweat off. But long behold, I'm wearing, if the shorts is a little bit above the knee, but not super above the knee. Most of the time when I, when we go in for yoga, me and Monica, we wear leggings. Right, that's one of the things we like to wear when we work out and get it in, get our get our, our yoga in and our, our, our women's fitness in, right? But Kennedy, I understand because you pod about this before and this this happened to us yesterday. We looked over and we was like, mm, 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 mm. she's looking a little thirsty, ain't she? And her face was beat too. Face was filled with makeup. I was like, so are you really coming in for women's fitness or are you just, you trying to get somebody? you trying to get in somebody's bed right again not woman shaming but it's just it's very interesting with some of our women see what they wear and we we saw it and i look i i just don't get it i would dress appropriate for the gym right but i wouldn't be like that because let me tell you because if kevin saw me kevin's my 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 boo by the way a lot of people don't know that about me but kevin if kevin saw this he would have lost his shit if I dressed if I dressed like that and some dude tried to hit on me and Kevin was there. Kevin would have look. He would have went in. Would have went in, cause
1: he... yes, folks. Let me let me let me express to you because I I met Kevin obviously when Simone got uh, hired on for you know KOP Entertainment and then she got hired on to be an MC. I had to meet Kevin, right because for a respectful thing because obviously Simone she's working with a male and you know it's good to bring hub around and say hey Kevin you know I, I'm hub boss but I mean we all kind of collaborating on this there's nothing else going on it's, she's my co-host and she making her numbers pop right this is just business right so Simone's Kevin shout out to Kevin if you're listening to this morning show shout out to you man that dude big i wouldn't want to mess with kevin now i'm not saying kevin is a bodybuilder but kevin got that that he got the six-pack he got muscles right he made me like he's actually one of my besides me because i've had many many inspirations of of my workout routine but that dude is big right like i'm saying if you you piss him off you look at him wrong he'll you out out like a light. So. I know Kevin personally, and I know, I know that he would knock somebody out if someone came up to you, Simone, and started flirting with you. So shout out to Kevin, but I know, I know, I've seen Kevin. Um, But it is true, you know, I've had that happen to me, um, you know, where I glance over real briefly now, because obviously Monica doesn't play that. Monica see me doing it, she'd be like, what are you looking at? you need to be looking right here right here so you know it's very very interesting with with the gym workout routines and you know we we get it in with that for sure so i always gonna say health is wealth but ladies you guys know you ladies know what you're doing trying to be fine at the gym and makeup and face beat and what else and what have you so y'all know what y'all doing speaking of who knows what they doing or maybe not i don't know We've got to talk about it now. I wanted to get this off my chest uh, because the main topic of the of the episode. And I'm know I'm a little late to the game. I know a lot of podcasters, radio show hosts, Simone, they already reviewed their reactions about Summer Game Fest. I was going to be, I was going to do a reactions video on Saturday, but something came up and I couldn't get to the studio. I couldn't get this done on Saturday. And quite honestly, this weekend, I just wanted a weekend to, 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 just rest. Right. So that's why we're doing the reaction on Monday's episode, summer game fest. Um, and I'm going to be talking about the Friday. No, was it Friday or Thursday? One of them, the, the first day of summer game fest, the one that Jeff Keighley, kicked off and I've been seeing it all over Twitter and Facebook, Simone, over this past weekend that Summer Game Fest have not been what people were looking into. And I kinda agree. I, I really agree. Um I don't know if they made their mark for Summer Game Fest this year. Um it was highly anticipated and everybody was looking forward to Summer Game Fest simply because E3 did get cancelled. Right, um, So Summer Game Fest was the, the next best thing to keep it going. Um, and we didn't really see a whole lot. Um, with Summer Game Fest, it, there's a list of everything that got announced. But some of this stuff we kind of already knew about. Um, but the games that we've gotten, um, they got a release date. We did get a new Sonic game, which I'll go in further into that as well. Um, So the first thing, well, not really the first thing, but I'm just going by this list here, but obviously we know what the first thing was. So Final Fantasy uh, VII Rebirth is coming in early 2024, and I'm really, really excited about this one because this is the continuation of the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, When the Final Fantasy VII Remake came out, it was beautiful. Uh, I bought it day one. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, it was fun. It was very, very interesting. And I played Final Fantasy before Simone, but I haven't played Final Fantasy in a while. So when I dabbled back into it, playing Final Fantasy Seven uh, Remake and really enjoyed the game, I got the free upgrade for playstation 5 it was amazing and to see that there's another continuation of this being the final fantasy 7 uh, rebirth coming early 2024 i'm thinking february when this thing will be out um it's going to be good right because the the, the first remake the first chapter was so amazing it was really really uh, it was it was long like it was a whole lot you can do within the game and you know i really love to do the different characters the character development the storyline um i I'm, I'm i'm happy about it right now we get to see more we get to play with uh barrett um erath tifa and then red and then of course with cloud and who knows we might be playable to play against ethyroth and see the continuation of that war, uh, that rivalry so um i I'm I'm going. I'm very very excited now. You're exploring the worlds outside of Midgard. I do hope that we can come back to Midgard in this game. I I love the open worldness, but I hope that this map is just tremendously big, where there's a lot of things going on into this game. Um, very very good. Uh, I will be getting this game early next year for PlayStation Five. Um, the next game that got announced, which everybody was, look i'm happy we got a release date and i'm super excited that this game did not get canceled not canceled but uh delayed but here's the gripe i got with exomniac games and spider-man 2 now spider-man 2 simone is coming out october 20th 2023 i think that that is a very superb idea right because you gotta you gotta understand everybody was rumored and everybody was hoping for september I am super glad it's October. Let me tell you why. Because this game is competing. If it came out in September, you got Starfield, which you're getting. You're gonna talk about the Xbox uh, showcase because you want to dabble on into that. But you got Starfield coming out in September, September 6th. You've got Mortal Kombat 1 coming out in September as well. This was a smart move from Insomniac to say, okay, we'll wait a month because they don't want to compete with all these other games that's coming out in september this game this game comes out in october and there's not much coming out in october so that we've we've heard so far so this is where they're going to make their bag, and i think this was a super idea this was a very fantastic idea um insomniac games they said this game is ready it's going to be ready october 20th which is great i'm glad uh, yes i'm getting this game day one obviously it's going to be fun but i don't understand and maybe summer game fest paid higher than the playstation showcase but why did we have to wait until the summer game fest just to get a simple uh release date that's the part i'm just like okay you didn't so summer game fest with with spider we didn't get to see any gameplay for Game fest we didn't see none none of the gameplay. We didn't we didn't dabble into no gameplay, no updates, no nothing. But they had the game director to say, "Hey, here's the release date." Okay, bye. I don't understand. I I guess I'm not understanding why didn't they just do that at the PlayStation Showcase? Maybe Summer Game Fest paid them a lot of money to hold the announcement off. That's just my assumption. I'm glad we got a release date, but it just made no sense to me. I don't know. It, it just did not make uh any any sense to me uh for that uh Prince of Persia the Lost Crown is coming next year that game looks good that game looks really really fun it's a 2d platformer I'm glad that they're reprising this this franchise back Prince of Persia has been a fantastic franchise back in the day and then as of late you haven't heard anything right so I'm glad that this this game is coming out and you know they've got kind of a a feel to it where You got this platformer who has a wicked cool hairstyle, by the way. It kind of gives me Black Panther or Black Panther mixed with Kendrick Lamar's hairstyle within the main character of Prince Persia, the Lost Crown. Um, I like it. I I like it. It's for the culture. I I really like this game. And I don't see this game being $60, but then again, who knows? Um, But I might pick this one up maybe later on when it goes on sale simply and not because simply because there's a lot of other games that's coming out that is this more bigger right uh they did uh they did make this game out from the ground up and it's coming january 2024 so um it looks it looks very fantastic it looks fun uh we did get to see a more extensive gameplay this was the first thing simone that they announced was martyr comeback one is bone crushing uh, gameplay this game is brutal it is brutal it's a lot but i think this is where it it, it works it works for us more combat fans it's more grittier it's more you got to have the stomach for it right i wouldn't play this game while trying to eat something i would just play this game and just understand what the game is uh, the gameplay looks good uh, 60 frames per second the characters are fresh and revamped i can tell that And the the guy, the game director or the creator did say, um, I think he said uh, his name is Eric Boone. I think he said in the Summer Game Fest that he is. They're starting over. It's a new new genre, it's a new era, but they're kind of starting over. Hence the name Mortal Kombat One. Right? We saw a trailer of Raiden and a younger version of Raiden, and you can really tell that all these characters are a little bit younger than what we know and what we remember from Mortal Kombat Eleven. Um. Yes, I will be picking this up. This was smart that you know Spider-Man gets gets a a month uh, not delayed because it wasn't delayed a month uh, a month later release date for them because this is their competition as Mortal Kombat One, right? Because they know, um, NetherRealm Studios they're going they're going to make a lot of money for this because a lot of people will be will be picking this up, um, for their systems, and it's grittier, it's different, um. I like it. I, I like the goriness of it. I can't wait to see how the story unfolds itself in this game. Um, and we did get to see a very, very long gameplay for that. I, I do like it how you are creating. Uh, what it's more, it's like an echo fighter, but they call it a different thing in this game where you can you can choose a backup character to kind of uh, intervene in in your in your match in your fight by pressing a simple button. They they, they kind of do their move in there, and you can tag team that up. So. Very very cool. I really really like that idea. Um, so more to come back. Got announced. Uh, Fortnite Wiles re- uh, reveals Transformer crossover. Yeah. Here's the thing that surprised me. Sonic Superstars. Sonic Superstars has surprised me. I did not think we were gonna get a new Sonic game this year. I because they're riding the train from Sonic Frontiers right and sega's like hey we got sonic frontier so that that there there you go but at summer game fest simone sonic superstars gets an announcement and it was very very cool uh sonic superstars is a new 2d classic sonic game coming this year um this game looks fantastic they're taking the classic sonic formula again right and they're bringing it more into a 3d effect i think sega's realizing small that this is their money maker is classic sonic right because if you look back at sonic mania sonic mania was a hit um here's the thing that everybody and this is good too because you can choose between sonic Tails, knuckles and amy right so i i, I do appreciate that you can choose between more characters in a classic field and towards the end of the trailer you saw fang and his 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 his, his, uh starship thing he's going to cross over to that 3d element and we get to see what it looks like in 3d because we never really got to see it right very very excited uh i do think with this game though what would be cool because you got to remember there were more characters from the classic era right you had team chaotix from Knuckles' Chaotix game. Team Chaotix was in the 2D field. They That would have been cool if they brought them back. Will we see Bean and Bark? So Bark the polar bear and Bean the dynamite. Will we see those two? Will we see Ray and Mighty the armadillo? Will we see the these characters into this game? I think this will, this will be the icing on the cake if you're able to... Um, Use all the characters right Because that's one thing I think with Sonic and Sega They don't use every character And I think they're not using all their IPs And they miss out on that Now Here's the gripe with that game And we're going to move on But here's the gripe of that game That everybody is not happy with Sonic Superstars Is slated to be a $60 release Look sega gotta make their money somehow but i can kind of understand why us gamers and people in the community are a bit upset about this because sonic mania released for twenty dollars when it first came out obviously i grabbed it because it was just twenty dollars right so everybody was upset now that this game probably most likely will be a sixty dollar price tag attached to it being that sonic mania was a twenty dollar release but you gotta think about it guys yes this is a classic sonic 2d game but they're adding 3d elements into this right they're doing a lot of animation sculpting crafting each stage i i do hope this game is big enough big enough for the 60 dollars price tag now if this game is short and you're charging 60 dollars, yeah i can kind of see that I can kind of see why gamers and people in the, in the gaming community are upset about this. But you've got a classic Sonic, but he's more in 3D, right? You've got the 3D stages. You've got all the characters, right? It costs money to, to animate Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and Amy. It's going to cost some money. Um, So, I don't know. Maybe it goes on sale for Christmas. I, I don't know. But I will we'll follow through and see what else they have to offer. I do i do hope that this game is big i do hope they offer a lot of stuff within this game along with the story mode i do see it being a a very popular thing with online service so i I look forward to it i look forward to see what what happens uh after that but that was a huge surprise because i did not know that was coming that it just hit it it just hit summer game fest i gotta say that was really the, the highlight of summer game fest was sonic superstars that was like the only game that we were not expecting and we got right uh alan wake 2 gets a huge gameplay revealed alan wake uh looks fantastic uh this might not be a game for me specific but it is good to see that this game is in fruition i know a lot of alan wake fans prayed and you know hoped for part two Uh, i played part one and it was fun but i just every game is not going to be for everybody right and I, i don't think this is a game that's for me specifically but it's for pretty much everybody uh the lock of dragon gets a kind of an expansion uh to it uh lock of dragon is called lock of dragon gate and simone and you know uh this game it's a it's a, it's a yakuza game so i'm not you know afraid of it you know it's you know it's a yakuza game you know they're always fantastic star trek infinity gets announced yeah not a fan um towards the end though we got a lot of games that were i don't know they were just kind of like just kind of third not third party but just like expansion to things and things that we just really didn't really ask for but they gave it to us you know and that's why i'm scrolling through the list here uh, uh street fighter 6 xxo primal i thought this was another not another new street fighter game but i thought this would be a dlc for like a story mode but this was kind of a partnership with another game so everywhere i was like oh we didn't ask for it but okay thanks Uh, Netflix shows, shows the Witcher three season, uh, excuse me, the Witcher season three trailer. Um, thanks. But you know, Nicholas Cage came on stage, Simone, and he's a great phenomenal actor, but I don't play dead by daylight. So I was like, okay, didn't ask for that. Um, yeah, towards the end though, it just was a lot of games that I just didn't care for too much. Um, a lot of indie, which is not, there's nothing wrong with indie, but we were just kind of hoping, we were just kind of hoping Summer Game Fest to be, you know, the, the nail in the coffin, like the, the moment where we get a lot of stuff and we just, I don't know, I felt like we still just didn't get a whole lot of stuff, um, and it's cool, I guess. I mean, I just, you, I don't know. And then Sandland, a new action game by Akura. Toriyami and Bando Namco I thought that was a new Dragon Ball Z game honestly I think a lot of people when they saw the trailer and they said from the creators of Dragon Ball I thought this was going to be a new Dragon Ball Z game but it was something completely different um yeah so my inverted with the Summer Game Fest uh, event it was just I don't know it just wasn't hitting the way I remember it was usually summer game fest in e3 was a game or was a season or was a festival in an event where we got some major titles but it was just a whole bunch of what's called fillers right and that's the one thing that's lacking with a lot of these press conferences now is simply because they're just they're just filling the show and it's just like it's boring we didn't ask for some of these games some of the games we already knew about you know it's nothing new um so i i don't know this is that that's just my take on it uh summer game Fest for sure
4: i agree with you kennedy seeing you know summer game because i i I got a glimpse of summer game fest and i wasn't too impressed as well you know some of the games we saw now the only thing i'm impressed if i saw Mortal Kombat one looks phenomenal right and i think that was their their heavy hitter uh like you said you know sonic superstars was a complete surprise for a lot of us gamers and gaming community Spider-Man I, I didn't understand the, the Spider-Man concept because we've got an animated video of the release date They I agree they could have just announced that at, so, at PlayStation Showcase right because I, if you remember PlayStation Showcase we saw a gameplay of Spider-Man that was the heavy hitter of the show but we didn't get a release date So in our minds, we're thinking, okay, Summer Game Fest, they're going to show us a little bit more, plus a release date. At Summer Game Fest, they just showed us release date. And I said, you could have, they could have announced that at the PlayStation Showcase. Why, between PlayStation Showcase and Summer Game Fest kickoff, it's about a week and a half. (laughs) So I I don't understand why they didn't uh, just announce it. At PlayStation Showcase, but I maybe maybe you're right, Kennedy. Maybe they Summer Game Fest paid more work just to get that release, just to get the viewership up. Um but I agree. We didn't get to see a whole lot of content. We didn't get to see anything new. So that's why a lot of people in the gaming community said that, you know, Summer Game Fest was a waste of time because we were expecting something, some games that are new whether they're in development or not this is what's coming up next in the next year but we got a bunch of fillers and that's where people get frustrated with these press conferences and these showcase because if you're just gonna sell us on fillers we're not interested we're interested in the, the good stuff we're interested in the the big stuff now we move forward and forward a couple of days later now xbox is turned and the last radio show we did, you know, Xbox has some some big shoes to fill, and I feel like when it came down to the Xbox showcase, we kind of got some fillers, but we kind of didn't. Um, so this was the game showcase and the Starfield direct. So the heavy hitter was Starfield. Um, that's what everybody was anticipating. Um, we did get games like the Still Waves, the Deep. Um, south by South of Midnight. Um, those games are cool. I mean, you know, it, it's a game. Th- those are just—I don't know. For me, those are games that I just never get into. But maybe it's somebody will get into those type of games. Uh, we did get the first uh, story missions. Uh, invasion is the name of it. Then, now this is very interesting. Uh, so, from Overwatch, Overwatch 2 is getting its first story missions, and he's a new hero. Um, I think they're still trying to chug away at Overwatch 2 because Overwatch 2 just did not do well in sales. So, they're trying everything to kind of revamp. Um, I'm glad that Overwatch is getting a story mode because that would be something that people will be very, very uh, interested in. I i'm here for the online play and playing against our mind but to get us really interested into overwatch yeah story mode right to really get us intrigued into that so can't wait can't wait to see what that looks like um like i say, we didn't we didn't see too much we saw you know like a dragon sequel um from Xbox, that was cool. I mean, it, there's not too much going on there. It's a, it's a Yakuza game, so you know the Yakuza games are gonna, like you say, can, they're gonna be good. Uh, Persona has two new games coming to Xbox. Very, very excited for that. Uh, Persona is coming out there for sure. Uh, Xbox announces the new Black um, Xbox Series X with one terabyte of storage for $349, so that's good. You know. Uh, Keanu Reeves was on the press conference and he announced the Phantom Liberty's Liberties action pack new trailer. It was a new trailer. That game looks amazing. I'm glad the CG- CD Project Red is coming back and trying to fix this game. And they did. For the most part, they did. Um, this was the expansion pack, Kennedy, that Ildris Elba is in it, in this expansion pack. So that's always cool to see amazing artists and amazing uh, actors come into the video game world. Uh, like you mentioned Nicholas Cage. Um again Motorsport it has a fall release date again. That game looks amazing. They're using Cadillac like as their next superstar car, so that's that's good. Swaning uh I'm probably Butch that, Swanos, Saga Hellblade 2. Again, a game we kinda hardy knew, but I'm excited for this one because they did use uh Unreal Engine and they did use MetaHuman Creator and they tested the animator for Unreal Engine can't wait for us to get that as well we got play simulator 2024 has uh hot balloons skydive, aviation and much more those games are really really fun to play uh Star Wars Star Wars outlaws all outlaws. that's a term twister they're gonna be getting that game and we didn't it was more of a cinematic type of trailer so we didn't get to see any form of uh, gameplay, but this is developed by Ubisoft, and I guess they got an exclusive deal with Xbox. I would love to see this for PlayStation, but as of right now, it's only for Xbox. And the last game that got announced was Starfield. Starfield is slated for September 6th, and as you mentioned, Kennedy, this was smart for Insomniac Games to push back, and this is not a pushback because I didn't get this, was just their their release, but Spider-Man is coming out in October. So just imagine trying to compete with Mortal Kombat and Starfield with Spider-Man 2, right? There's there's just too many games coming out would have came out in that month. So I'm glad that they say okay, Spider-Man October, so Starfield can have their release of September 6th. Um, and that was a heavy hitter. It it looks good. I I am very hesitant to see what this game looks like on let's say if this game and I think this this game is coming out for Game Pass. I'm very skeptical about how this game would look if you try to stream it um, directly from Game Pass. I think this will be a game much like Halo. It will perform better once you download it from Game Pass onto your system instead of trying to stream it um, because of the latency and the resolution might drop and the frame rate might drop as well if you're trying to stream it right from Game Pass. But I don't know it is it Xbox has some good things coming out we just got to see the scores and Xbox really need these games to work because again we've they've had previously for an example Redfall being a game that just did not hit well so now they're trying to retract and say hey we need a heavy hitter right and Starfield is the one so again when that game comes out in September we'll track the score of course IDM probably going to give it a score and you know, we'll have the final verdict on that, but Starfield—it it looks amazing. First-person shooter, you're exploring in space. It's good. That's good.
1: That's true. I think I think a lot of developers are just understanding the pressure, right? You know, because like if people like to believe it or not, we are in a recession, right? So a lot of people are very cautious about. A lot of developers and publishers they're cautious about the pricing on these games because they got to make their money back right to avoid any loss but in the same time gaming community people in the gaming community are watching what they buy because these are you know 60 70 80 a game pop right spider-man two they got a a legacy ultimate edition where you get a figurine and that's 229 dollars right so i think a lot of people are being kind of cautious about these games and that's why we as podcasters we talk about these games where we, we review these games and stuff because that's the market right if you're gonna charge us we want the best of the best and that's why we feel that you know when we see these showcases and you know the showcases are not hitting that's our mindset because we invest our, our money into these companies and these developers and you know when we get fillers and nothing new then we get frustrated i'm not frustrated but I, people in the gaming community gets a little frustrated right i don't know it's weird it's a weird time it's a weird weird time indeed but coming up next we got addison hayden up in the studio back of course as she got some news about freddie gibbs and azalea banks addison what's going on
2: Freddie Gibbs loves a good viral moment, and the Indiana rapper has now reshared a viral Azealia Banks diss track created in response to her recent comments about D.C. Young Fly's late partner Jackie O. On Thursday, June 8, comedian Dre George, who goes by 90 Dre on Instagram, took to Instagram to share a diss track towards the controversial rapper. Bitch, Did you just compare your birthday to the age in which this man's wife deceased, he said. You disrespect, go to the next slide. I'm about to disrespect the hell out of you with a song. In the next slide, George roasts Banks alive, mostly making references to her forehead, which he deems to be oversized, but also managing to sneak in a Men in Black reference by dissing her body, calling her a Men in Black crit-ass bitch. I love comedy and you came for my boy at Design fly at the wrong time at Azealia Banks forever," he wrote. You tried to capitalize and get some clout off a grieving family, so now it's my turn in the studio. You still mad about some sh-asterisk-t that happened four years ago that you went on. Ain't nobody force you to go up there, at Emteveldnout is the wrong place to show if you don't have thick skin, but disrespecting this man at a time like this over a joke, Four years ago, yeah. At Mercedes Benz, need to hit wire DM shorty. Yeah. Freddie Gibbs then took to his Twitter account to share a snippet of the song on Saturday, June 10. Vibranium head bitch, laughing face emoji, he wrote in the caption, referencing one of the song's lyrics. The diss track was made in response to comments Banks made on Wednesday, June 7, shortly after Jackie O's passing, in which she appeared to be celebrating her death. Damn D.C. young fly spent years disguising his own deeply rooted hatred of self as jokes pointed at women's beauty, projecting his own ugliness unto women perfectly secure in their own skin, she wrote. Say what you want about my tears. They were pure tears of rage and not at all a sign of weakness. She continued, because in the end, I won. I'm happy I cried and moved on. That Jackie O girl must have been so deeply insecure about herself. And the nerve of D.C. to call such a gorgeous woman as Azealia Banks ugly on national television while a bunch of black people laughed. And ironically, dead at 32 exactly on my 32nd birthday, May 31st, 2023, in Miami, Florida. You NGGAS are going to learn to stop fucking with me. The backlash against Banks was swift with one person calling her an ugly, bitter as human being and saying they hope she burns in hell.
1: She's actually on her way to being cancelled. Um, she did some stuff about, and I'm not going to repeat it on this show, um, but a lot of people have some, some, some choice words for Azalea Banks. Uh, she made a dagger, if you will, uh, towards uh, the late, great Miss Jackie O, who, pre- who recently passed away um and jackie o was the girlfriend of dj young fly and you know they had three kids together we all know that story right and i kind of agree with the report uh, a lot of podcasters a lot of radio show personnel um the ones that i listened to previously of course obviously the joe button podcast joe queen flip uh queens flip ice and ish and, and mail the joe Biden podcast they've had their choice words about it that too they said it was very uh distasteful and a bit of disgraceful disgraceful um for her to take advantage of something somebody and something that you know from somebody who recently passed away and of course dj young fly being a celebrity comedian artist that he is he's grieving and you use that as a dagger to 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 make yourself go viral and to 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 make yourself be successful and what you got going on i look i do not condone people and celebrities right because she's obviously she's more celebrity than i am right but it is true it's a bit distasteful when you you use somebody's death and, and misfortune and death to profit right i don't understand it i don't get it um so she's on her way to possibly being canceled so um that's just how it is coming up next arthur brooks got a short uh, sports news before we wrap up today's podcast arthur what's going on man
3: lucas Nellarian came up with a ridiculous game winning goal on saturday night in chicago the columbus crew star whipped out a wild goal from behind the midfield line to lift them past the chicago fire in stoppage time The goal was from almost 61 yards out, and will undoubtedly be in contention for the best goal scored in Major League Soccer all season. The goal was Zellerion's second from behind 50 yards in the past two seasons. He scored one from just more than 56 yards out in October. Cucho Hernandez scored first for the crew in the 59th minute on Saturday night, which gave them a 1-0 lead. Chicago's certain Shakiri then tied the matchup in the 88th minute with a goal of his own. Zellerion has scored eight times in 15 starts so far this season, his fourth with the crew. Columbus holds an 8-3-6 record, which puts it in sixth in the Eastern Conference standings.
1: Now, before—thank you, Arthur, by the way, I'm sorry. Now, before we get and we close out our podcast today, of course, I do have a must—must— must, watch list simone and this one's kind of short um because i only i only watch episode one but i wanted to voice this show out there um class of 09 is a good show from fx uh new series starring kate mara and brian t henry along with sapita mofia and brian smith jake mcdormand and brooke smith and so many more cast members now even though rotten tomatoes gave this show a 62 but that's rotten tomatoes it's hard to try to please them as well um i really enjoy this show it is a show that i really recommend people watching if you have hulu or if you have cable and you watch it live on fx by all means um but if you do have hulu this is available on hulu now Class of 09, of course, tells is a suspenseful thriller, limited series, Class of 09, uh, follows a class of, F- of FBI agents that set three distinctive periods in time who grapple. The immersiveness changes as the U.S. criminal justice system is altered by artificial intelligence, spanning multiple decades in total across interweaving timelines. Uh, of course, the series examines the nature of justice, humanity, and the choices that people uh, make that ultimately uh, define their lives and legacy. The series stars, of course, Tao. Teo uh, is played by Brian uh, Tyree Henry, one of the most unorthodox agents to ever join the Bureau, and poet, one of the most successful undercover, uh, and poet, one of the most a successful undercover, excuse me, undercover agents of all time, Poet played, is played by Kate Mara, Kate Mara played in so many other great titles as well, um, like I say I'm only on episode 1 and I, I dabbled into it, I recommend people watching it, giving it a, a great spin, it's a great show that everybody's been watching, and of course I wanted to read a great review, 5 stars, this was 4 weeks ago, so I know this game, this, I'm a little bit late to this game of this show, this show just popped up on my list there's so many other shows out right now but they say this is the top review the fx series class of 09 smartly layers the past present and future in telling the story introducing viewers to only two timeline frames in which uh, the first five minutes made everything that happened in these five first two episodes, easier to absorb K. Mara's performance as poet is so good that you are easily pulled into the third time frame present, 2023, without feeling disruptive. Now, I did hear a lot of people that watched this episode or this series, Simone, that you really kind of just have to pay attention, right? Just You have to just pay attention to the show to, to really make sure you understand what's going on. Again, class of 09, give it a shot let me know what you think let us know what you think um i'm only on episode one but i probably when i leave the studio today i'm going to watch more of this uh sh- this show to give my in-depth review um from fx brian tyree henry is always good to see him doing stuff If you guys don't know he's probably busy right now he plays jefferson davis and the miles morales across the spider verse so he's booked and busy um but congratulations congratulations to everybody that's a part of that Uh, show that's going to wrap it up here on this show this morning the kLP aftermath morning show season six your host simone teagues and kLP kennedy lucas Uh, simone has been a pleasure as always this morning stay tuned for snn as we got more news coming from snn and we'll be right back here on the studio of course on wednesday morning to give you guys another exciting podcast episode until then that's going to wrap it up here on kLP aftermath season six i your host kLP kennedy lucas as always like to say Stay safe, stay swanky, peace.